Hello, everyone. This is Molly from the Casually Molly Podcast, and I just wanted to introduce you to my friends at the Natty Cat. This one is for you cool cats and kittens who can't get enough of wordplay and fur babies. The Natty Cat's natural soy candles feature inventive scent combinations and glass jars with clever kitties on the labels. Hand purred with locally sourced natural soy wax, the Natty Cat's candles woodwicks create a cozy fireside crackling sound, perfect for curling up on the couch. Remember, for all of your candle and scented oil needs, please visit our friends at the Natty Cat either on Facebook or Instagram. Have you ever wanted to get your shit together? Scrap it, look through the lens and capture it. But first world problems are getting you down. Disabled, salty, need an app to fix that frown. <laughs> well, you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. Well, she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Bergie. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergie. We have new episodes every Sunday highlighting great creatives and entertainers from St. Louis and beyond. And today we have the very talented soul singer, Leika. How are you doing, lady? Hey, Molly. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I mean, I guess this is a, I'm pretty sure you get this all the time just during this time and just being on other podcasts. Uh, how are you holding up during the pandemic? What's going on on your end? <laughs> I'm actually pretty busy. I mean, not doing music, but, um, you know, I'm a dietitian for my day job and I work in healthcare. So I'm busy. I'm busy. Not as much music, but still, I mean, still doing some. So I'm excited about that because some people are not able to do anything. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. Just trying to stay balanced. That's the key. <laughs> I feel like that. Well, especially as a dietitian, I bet you you're killer at knowing how to balance. So I may just have to hit you up after this podcast just about that in general. But I uh, I reached out to Leica because I came across you on Facebook and it turns out actually small world. I know your son. So there you go. Right. And so this is like, it's so cool to have you on um, kind of expressing, you know, you've got a show coming up at the Blue strawberry which is a really cool venue here in st louis why don't you tell us a little bit about that first and then we'll kind of get into your history and what you're all about sure yeah so i have a show coming up on thursday september 3rd at eight o'clock at the blue strawberry and the venue is really cool it's when they opened up it was more like cabaret style like a cabaret venue story um through music so I'm really excited about it because I usually don't share a bunch of personal stuff about myself, but like (laughs) in this show I am. So it's going to be just all about my life and more talking in between songs than I have ever done, but it'll be nice. It'll be nice to just share and share my favorite songs and what inspires me. And the venue is beautiful. The food is great. They've really taken the um, pandemic seriously as far as following every single guideline that they can follow and beyond. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited um, to do it. 
Yeah. What, well, what is the date and the time that we can come see you? <laughs> yes, it's September 3rd. Okay. Um, on, it's on a Thursday at 8 p.m. But they have food and drinks. The food's delicious. The wine selection's awesome. So if you want to have dinner before, come early. Um, like probably around seven or, you know, right. Make reservations. You have to sure. get tickets. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah. I'm going to plan ahead. I don't leave that part out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely come early and it's, you'll really enjoy it. It's a great venue. I'm seriously, I'm so excited. I've seen so many cool pictures and I've been wanting to go. So I was like, this is going to be my chance. I'm going to promote a show. I'm ready. This is going to be great. And who doesn't like a good wine selection? I'm Italian. So anything. Yeah. What's your, do you have like a, like I'm more of a red wine girl. I've never been Mm -hmm. a huge Chardonnay person, but if that's your thing, that's totally fine. (laughs) No, you know what is so funny? So I don't drink much. That's a good thing. I do. So I will literally just have a few sips. Yeah. Um, but I love red wine. I love mm-hmm. white wine. I Red wine more, but it just has to taste good. That's just the key. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's just like as long as it's good, it's going to help the situation. I'm totally in. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I will be there. I, I cannot wait. This is going to be a good time. And then what kind of music should we be expecting when we see you perform? <laughs> it's going to be a variety. So I love jazz. And I haven't really been able to do much jazz, and but I have a piano player, Corey Patterson, who will be joining us, and he's amazingly talented. Excuse me, That's and um, he will be. Well, we're doing a little bit of um, Billy Holiday, and I can't remember all the songs, but '60s, a little bit of jazz, a little bit of blues, that. a little bit of pop, some Motown, Tina, Aretha. I mean, it's all my favorites. James Brown. Um, what a great lineup. I, I love, yeah, awesome. I am a huge fan of Tina Turner. I think it's a, it's something that I have actually on my pump up mix where, you know, I'll just be like, you know what? I got to get ready for my day. I got to get ready for work. And like Tina Turner comes on and you know how it is. She starts singing rolling on the river and you're like, all right, oh, yeah. that's it. You're suddenly pumped because she does it slow and then she gets excited. So I, that sounds good to me. I That sounds Absolutely. like the best selection. And who doesn't like some Aretha Franklin? I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. Those <laughs> are my favorites. And it's so funny when I sing stuff like that because, I mean, you met me. You know, I'm super petite. People are just like, where did that, where is this voice, like, coming from? You know? <laughs> it's usually how it goes, though. Like, I've seen, like... I've seen like, it's so funny when you watch like, I hate to like reference like American Idol or America's Got Talent, but it's so funny. You see like these tiny little people, but then all of a sudden they have this huge voice that just comes mm-hmm. out and you're like, what? So I'm like, yeah. I've never seen you personally perform. So I'm so excited to see it. I can't wait. September 3rd, get your tickets. I think they're $15 I saw online. Well, um, we'll, we'll take know. a look. I'll, I'll post it up on the Facebook event. Don't worry. We're like, just spend your money. Just come. It's going to be a great performance. But <laughs> speaking of your music, um, let's kind of talk about you are St. Louis based. How did we end up in St. Louis with a dietitian and musical career? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm originally from Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which okay. is two hours south. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of family here in the St. Louis area. So, um, yeah, 
how did I get here? I mean, it was just a likely choice. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to that. There's just something nice about St. Louis, especially like you get to know all the people here, Um, especially we're based here in Grand Center. And I I love being able just to go to all the different venues that are just right around the corner and see people Mm -hmm. perform. Um, But yeah, you know, obviously we're in this pandemic right now. How do you feel that the, uh, do you feel like the music industry has been kind of hit a little bit harder just because of the live performances and kind of, I guess, where do you see it navigating as of right now? Oh yeah, it's definitely been hit hard. You know, I do a lot of weddings with Boca Pedro, it's that party band and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, of course, the wedding industry has been hit hard. So a lot of our private events, galas that we would normally perform at, you know, all of those have gone virtual. So yeah, it's been hit really hard. And even I had started singing again at, I sing at Napoli in Clayton quite Mm -hmm. a bit, like usually once a week in the summer. But since the capacity went back to 25%, I haven't been there recently, totally. so, you know, when it increases, I'm sure they'll they'll have me back. But, yeah, no, it's it's definitely been hit hard. I mean, I was just doing my taxes in, what was it, in July when they were due, and I was looking at all the money I made last year. Totally. Your music, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be way... Different. Way different, yeah. Just a, so. just a different, uh, different amount than I usually thought. But I, I totally get being a comedian and like, you know, now things are starting to open up and there are, I, what I'm really happy about is that there are clubs who are taking it seriously, just like the Blue Strawberry mm-hmm. is like taking it seriously and wiping down tables and requiring masks. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I really commend you for um, just being a part of all of this, which is great. Uh, what I'll ask you though, is like, you know, why, why music? What, what brought you to music? Where did you start and how did we grow into our, our performance that's coming up? <laughs> Sure. So I started in church. Um, I grew up Pentecostal and they would have kids singing like as soon as they could walk. So totally. you would just kind of go up to the front of the church and sing, you know, what whatever the Sunday school songs were. Um, but yeah, so it was just always a part of me, which is something that we did. And I think, you know, whenever I would have tough times in life, I would kind of always go back to music and that feeling that you get when you sing something, you really connect with it. So it's just always, it's always been a part of me. Um, But as far as performing, you know, I didn't start performing like publicly or professionally until probably like a few years ago, maybe three or four years ago. And um, I just saw an opportunity, an audition at a restaurant for a house singer. And I started there and it's just continued to build over the years. I still need to record. I kind of feel bad because so many people have reached out to me saying, hey, I've got, I want to work with you. I've got music. Like, and I have not taken the leap yet. You know, I think I'm kind of afraid to you know, get it wrong. Like, oh, oh no. first time, like recording, it's gotta be like, you know, perfect. Um, but yeah, you know, well, we'll I think that it'll happen kind of, eventually. Yeah. Well, that's like the best part about artistry. Right. And I hate to sound so deep when I say this, but like, you can't really be wrong. Like you can always be a professional, mm-hmm. yeah, but what's great about like music and like, you know, I go through this with comedy and like writing theater is that 
you know, or writing scripts, writing, th- whatever. The point is this, is that, you know, see, I can like say something wrong. There you go. But the, you can always kind of like change and grow from it. So I, I think it's going to be awesome. Whatever you collaborate or you decide to do, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Um, yeah. Beforehand, when we were doing your mic, I was kind of laughing in a good way because all of a sudden you started like freestyling. Did you <laughs> like, do you rap a lot? Like, was there a rap career in your past I didn't know about? Oh like, what God. is happening? So, so <laughs> funny that you say that. So I do rap a little bit with Oprah Pedro. What? It's so funny because I never thought I would be able to rap, but I (laughs) love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, you get this high just from being able to speak words that fast and like with a rhythm and I'm into it. I dig it. I totally could see myself rapping. Like. Do you free like so? Do you like? Uh, no, I do not freestyle. Freestyle? Though. You just do yes, like? Yeah, I uh, do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and was- I, I have tried to freestyle, but I, I would not say that I do it well. <laughs> Maybe if you get some more practice, like you guys oh, missed I'm the sure. mic check. You're she was great. I was like, okay, <laughs> um, there is something that uh, Miss Leia did not tell me, so I don't know where, uh, what we're missing here, but. You uh you do do a lot of soul singing though, which I think yes. is great. I That's I personally prefer soul music to be honest. Like I loved R and B growing up. I think mm-hmm. it's just the emotion that comes out of it. Like we were talking about Tina and Aretha early. Mm-hmm. Like there's just something like. I don't know you like that's what I saw in your videos like there's just something about like the song and the feeling that it gives you I don't feel rushed I feel more connected uh is that kind of how you feel during your performances like how does it feel when you're you're singing you know either somebody's cover song or if you write your own material like what is the experience like for you oh that's exactly what it is just how you described it especially when I'm singing those songs, even um, there's one song that I sing, um, take a little little piece of my heart now, baby. I can't remember who sings that, but uh, I cover it and I can feel all of that in my whole body when I sing it, you know, that whole emotion of, you know, someone breaking your heart and you being totally okay with it because you just want that feeling and that connection with that person, um, even if it hurts. So I absolutely, that's my favorite part of singing. It's feeling the emotions of the song. Yeah. And, you know, the best compliment I can get is when someone says, oh my gosh, I got goosebumps. Like when I heard you sing that, because I know that they feel that raw emotion that I'm feeling in themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Absolutely. Well, that, and I think that's the, again, the amazing thing about artistry is that you're able to transcend what you're feeling to somebody Mm -hmm. else. So yeah, that's the thing is that, you know, with these like live performances kind of dying out just because of the pandemic, now we're trying to bring them back. Where did you do any like live performances on Zoom at all or any like podcast or anything like that when everything first started? I have done a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. I did one with uh, Chris. Yeah, with We Are Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Happy Hour. I remember. Right, the Happy Hour. And we did one other one with the Pascal show. Oh, he's great. Yes. I love his show. Yeah. 
But that's about it. And it's funny because a lot of people have told me, oh, you should do the live streams. Like, you know, we miss you. We want to hear you sing. And I've kind of been lazy about it. Not lazy, but I mean, I work a lot. So. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I have a day job too. And it's so like when you're trying to match your passions with like your day job schedule, it does get a little crazy sometimes. And mm-hmm. people all the time are like, oh, like I have this great idea for your podcast. And I'm like, well, it's going to have to wait a couple of weeks until I can get to right. that point. So yeah. I completely understand. But like I said, you do have a really, really beautiful voice. I, I, like I said, when I came, oh, you're very welcome. When I came across it, I was like, oh, I can totally tell, like, she like loves the craft. Um, Where has been, uh, or like, where have you performed that you've just like loved performing at? Or was there a show that just really resonated with you that uh, is probably one of your favorite memories? Do you have one? (laughs) Well, you know, um, Phil, another guitarist that I play with, his, he calls himself Lefty. Um, we did a show at Delmar, Delmar, Delmar Hall (laughs) (laughs) and it was probably the biggest, like it was a sold out crowd. We were opening for, um, Allman Brothers tribute and, um, yeah, it was just, uh, I felt so natural even though it was like packed. I mean, it was sold out and it just felt so right. Like, oh my God, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. Like, I need to sing <laughs> in front of big audiences like this who are just, I don't know, just feeling the vibe. And I yeah. just felt so comfortable. I think that was a really great, great memory. And it was only, you know, it was less than an hour. So similar to the show at the Blue Strawberry, when you only have like a few songs that you can do, you pick your favorites and it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, anytime I perform, it's an absolute blessing. Um, so yeah, yeah, even if you see me weekly at Napoli, I'm just as excited to be there as I am anywhere else. So yes. Well, that's when you know that somebody loves what they do when like it could just be like in a bar, it could be on an actual stage. Like it doesn't really matter. Like as long as you're doing what you love you love, and you're passionate about it, it shows off to other people. And then, you know, you can kind of grow your career from there, which is fantastic. Um, what I'll ask you too is, did you ever have a show where you were just like, oh no, I know you said everything was a blessing, but was there ever a time where you're like, oh no, something went wrong, something happened and you ended up just kind of recovering and making it work? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or it's just everything perfect. (laughs) No, no, I've definitely had those shows. Well, we all have. So, with working, you know, with working a lot, um, sometimes I can't devote as much time to the music as I want. So, if I have a bunch of new songs that I need to learn, I'm always nervous, you know. So, I've definitely had shows where I've messed up a bunch but you just keep going and most of the people in the audience they're not really paying attention to every word you say you know they're just there for the energy (laughs) and uh good time so yeah well i mean that's the thing about music it's all about how it makes you feel so Mm -hmm. i (laughs) i love that so what i'll ask you too is how do your family and friends kind of like think of your music career like do they uh do they support it? Do they let? I'm sure they do, but absolutely, um, yes. yes. My my girlfriend Kay, 
she helped me so much with the promo for the Boost Strawberry. You know, we did like a live there and um, she helps me with photos. So she's super creative. Yeah. And, and they will definitely be there. I mean, they're there watching me every chance that they get. So my friends are great. My brother is my biggest fan. He's a a super big cheerleader of mine. So, yeah. yeah. That's just like, it's so nice to hear when you see like, I mean, I I figured the answer was yes, but it's so nice to like be able to establish that Um, just because like I've had people on the show too that have been like, oh, you know, like when I first started, people like weren't sure, but it's so cool to hear when you're like, I'm starting this. This is something I'm passionate about. And people are right behind you being like, game on. Like that's, yeah. uh, that's how I kind of feel about comedy. Like when I first started it, like my parents were like, we don't know too much about comedy because they had me later in life and they're older, but they uh, they were like, but we're just on board. So whenever you have a show, we're just going to be there. <laughs> so right. even with Benefiber and a glass, it's going to be great. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's fine. Like, my, they just are like, you know what? We're just going to take some pills, pop that ibuprofen. <laughs> but we're here. Who's opening? So they, they oh, love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're a hoot. But that, you know, any chance that they can come up here when they do, they always watch it. Uh, what I will ask you too is, you know, we talked about like your influences and whatnot. Um, do you write any of your own songs or your own uh, like material and verses? Do you do a lot of that? And have you been able to do that during quarantine at all? I told myself that I was going to do, I was definitely going to record some songs during quarantine, <laughs> but I've written lyrics for songs, but I have not put them to music yet. That's so okay. that that is where I'm. I'm at in the process, but yeah, it's so funny because I said, oh, I'm going to record a bunch of songs. I have I've got all these goals. Once the stay at home order is lifted, I'll, you know, have a whole album out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, well, it happens. Like, that's the thing too, is that you're, you're kind of stinted when you're inside. Like, and I've been trying to do the same thing where I'm trying to write something down, but it, I don't know, does, I, I guess, I don't know where inspiration comes for you, but like, sometimes I'll just be driving and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, boom. Or if I'm just wiping down my countertop specifically now for COVID, like, I'm just like, right. oh, this could be really funny. And I, I start coming up with something in my head. Do you have like a certain time where inspiration comes to you at all? Or are you just a natural and just comes to you all the time? <laughs> no, it sometimes it comes to me randomly, but most often it's right before I'm getting ready to go to bed. Always. I'll have an idea for a song and I'm thinking, oh, I'm sure I'll remember tomorrow, but I've learned that I will not remember tomorrow. So I need to stop what I'm doing, either record it, you know, on my phone, just the audio or start, you know, to text it out and make a memo. Mm-hmm. But Mostly before I go to bed. <laughs> it always does with your, your, I think that's the thing is that you're so busy, right? During the day, like, especially you're working, you're like taking care of people. Yeah. You're doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you suddenly have time to reflect. And that's always before bed. Like some right. people have grocery lists, which I mean, that's going to be me after we do this. But I just, I, you know, you just lay there and you're like, oh yeah, I could totally use this as a verse for something, or this could be a great joke for something else. <laughs> but totally. uh, 
Oh, totally, for sure. But, um, you know, speaking of goals, do you have anything kind of like set that you want to do after this is all done? Or are you kind of, I mean, I know you said you want to do a full album. Is that something that we're, we should look forward to seeing at some point? What's on the agenda for Lega? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I was joking about the full album. Let me just say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just one song, if I could just start. <laughs> Just one, at least. There you go. One song recorded, I would be happy with that. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? You got to start somewhere. I don't, I don't have a song, so I commend you. That's great. That sounds good to me. And you know what's so funny is I'll have people contact me on Facebook, and they're like, oh, I want to buy your music. Uh, where can I get your music from? And I'm like, oh, darn it. Like, I don't have anything to buy. <laughs> We'll just get you some merch to start with. We'll be like, we'll get some t-shirts, some hats, some things. And right. then eventually yeah. we'll get onto Spotify. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's going to be good. That is my goal <laughs> to get some merch. Like, let me see if I can pull that off before the Blue Sun Strawberry Show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you've got like three weeks. So, you know. I, yeah, I got time. You got some time. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Don't no rush. We'll be like, come to the Blue Strawberry. There's Leica and she's got some merch. No Spotify yet, but we'll get some t-shirts. <laughs> there you go. I love it though. That sounds good. Um, what I'll ask you too is have you ever like who has been somebody that you've performed with that was kind of a like a good feel like not a good feeling, that's a weird way of saying it, but just like somebody you were maybe you looked up to or you were really enjoying working with? Like is there somebody just in your lineup of music that you've just had a blast being a part of? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I absolutely enjoy all the musicians sure. that I perform with. Um, but I filled in once for, um, well, not once, I filled in for the many times this band called Fresh Rain. And there's a singer who's with them. Her name is Audrey Bartholomew. She was on The Voice. But I had never really performed with um, a female singer in a while. And it was just so much fun just to sing with another girl and you know I don't know that's the one thing that I thought of as soon as you said that is how much fun that was just to kind of vibe with another female singer oh totally especially like there's just something about being women and being able to like have good vibes off of each other and like work Mm -hmm. creatively I mean that's how I feel about working with we have a show at the heavy anchor up the street from here it's a great bar shout out to Josh and Jody everybody should go But it's, um, and again, they are great about COVID regulations, but they do a great show called The Future is Female. And there's just something about that room when you're just in a lineup with a bunch of like badass women and they're just doing some really cool like sets and everything. I know it sounds like so vague, but it's just a, it's a, it's like the show I always remember specifically because like what you were talking about, like that vibe, because you work with a lot of men in comedy, but it is, it's super cool to have that kind of, not power, but I don't know. I guess that's that's how I, I understand how you feel, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. that's super cool. And I love that she was on The Voice, random. That's really awesome. So right. she's probably she's super right. accomplished. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. <laughs> well, good. Shout out to her. That's awesome. Uh, what I'll ask you as well is, you know, you're pursuing music and, you know, you are a dietitian. Um, what advice would you give to women who kind of like watch you or just anybody really. And they're like, wow, like she's doing all this cool stuff. Like, how can I do that? What, what advice would you give back? 
I would say to surround yourself with people who are encouraging and because I feel like we all have things that we want to do, but sometimes we're just not in an environment that supports it or you're not around people who really encourage you to keep going, you know, because we get busy, we get distracted from wanting to reach our goals. But if you have people around you who are like, no, 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 you need to do it. Like it's in you keep going. That would be my, my best advice. Yeah. Well, especially like in the entertainment industry, it is a hard industry to kind of like break in and do things. So what I, it's just like, I always compare it to becoming a doctor, like being a doctor, right? Like you have to go through all these like years of college and like medical school and all of this. And that's what I tell people who aren't really familiar with the entertainment industry. It's kind of like the same thing. Like you really got to start from the bottom barrel and work yourself up into it. And sometimes you're performing for three people. Sometimes you're performing for like 200, you know, you just never know. Like it's the craziest, like we have different local shows too. And you can either do it in a barbecue place and it's just a different vibe or you do it like in a, in a club. So, but the best part about it is, it's just like what you said, every performance is a blessing, like being able to be a part of it, no matter what, and being able to bond with people and create that connection at the end of the day, that's the best part. Surround yourself with people who want to make that connection. So great, great answer. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of community, you know, we are in St. Louis. Um, personally, I've ended up staying here because of how supportive everybody is here. And I was kind of wondering, like, how do you feel about the music scene in St. Louis? I know you've got family here and whatnot, mm-hmm. but how have you been enjoying, you know, being a part of it? Because I, I look at your Facebook and you're doing all this great stuff. I've seen you perform at different like venues. I, I know you had a show coming up at the On God at one point on the mm-hmm. rooftop and then unfortunately, yes. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everybody seems to be re- really rallying behind you, like you said earlier, but how do you feel about the city of St. Louis being a part of your career? Um, I think it's been great for me. One, it seems like one opportunity has just led to another one. You know, someone will see me at this place and then they'll, you know, ask me to form, form somewhere else. So. It's or even just people in the audience who have friends who and they would recommend me or um, I mean, it's it's really been great. Everybody has that I've ran into has been super supportive. I work with um, contemporary productions, Mm -hmm. some as well, and they've been awesome, you know, getting um, gigs. So. Yeah, I can't complain. St. Louis has been good to me. And I feel like I'm just, I'm still learning more about the music scene mm-hmm. and the players here, but it's yeah. it's been good. I can't complain at all. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, we always do like a little shout out to St. Louis in general, just because we're based here. But, uh, you know, we've got like some of the like the different specials or the staples. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Like gooey butter cake or toasted ravioli. Mm -hmm. Is there something that you really love about St. Louis that's a staple that our (laughs) listeners should know about? (laughs) It definitely wouldn't be any of those foods. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I'm originally from Cincinnati, so I've had to learn myself. So you might be teaching me something. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely... 
I don't know what what I love most about St. Louis. I love the culture, like the um, art museum. I love that all of that is free. The history museum, the botanical gardens. I mean, I I love that thing. Forest mm-hmm. Park. I mean, yes. we have a lot of great places to hang out and go to and learn. And I don't know that. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. Well, I was just in Forest Park the other day. So it's just, for those of you who have never been to Forest Park in St. Louis, like that is the place to go. Like it is just breathtaking. Like it's huge, but there's so much to see. Like I, you know, you, especially when Art Hill, when you can see the art museum and then there's the zoo right near there. It's just anybody of any age could go to that park and probably find something that they would appreciate and enjoy. So that is probably one of the best ones there. I haven't been to the art museum recently, but I think after this, I'm going to (laughs) go. Yeah, it's beautiful. And also the Contemporary Museum Mm -hmm. and that whole area, you know, near where you are, Grand Center, Powell Hall, I mean, Fox Theater. There's so much, like, as far as arts and culture, there's a lot to be enjoyed. Yeah. So I hope everything comes back as soon as it can, you know. Oh, we'll see. So I live in the artist lofts up the street and my windows face where like the Fox Theater is and Powell, Hall, and I used to see people all the time. And then now it's so crazy. I'll just like maybe see like a couple of people, a few cars here and there. It's like, it's the strangest thing from seeing everybody just to nobody. But what's really beautiful, right? It's just the craziest thing. But what's really beautiful the other day was... um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Strauss Park. It's right outside of Jazz at the Bistro. It's just like a little stage area and they've got some Mm -hmm. chairs. And I heard somebody singing and it was just like, and again, why I appreciate musicians like you. I just was standing there with my coffee going, oh my God, this is art. (laughs) Like I'm just standing looking out my window and somebody's singing a song and people may have masks on, but this is working. Like I'm excited. Um, so I really, again, like I said, I appreciate you doing shows like you're doing coming up. And that's why I want to go support it, see it. I really want other people to come and support you too, just because you are bringing beauty to a time that maybe isn't as beautiful <laughs> as life sometimes is. Um, what have you, you know, speaking of, you know, this time, what have you been doing to pass the time during the pandemic? Uh, I know you're being a dietitian and helping out people, right. but is there any like movies or music that you've been listening to that you feel like our listeners should have to help get through this time? <laughs> you know, I, I like hike too and yeah. bike and, you know, work out. I've been using the Nike training club app they have great strength training programs on there so I think like as far as entertainment I don't know that I there's anything that I would recommend because that's usually okay. when I'm, home, I'm probably working or sleeping yeah no that's the story <laughs> that I like. that, I'm like working <laughs> out um and eating oh you know what yesterday um we went to bull rush which I mean that's not it's kind of off subject but it's on subject yeah. They are, they have like a four course um, dinner that you can do in your car. What? Because they used to have it inside, but now it's in your car and they just bring the food out to you like course by course. And they have like on Zoom so you can see the chef making it and like videos about each course. 
So that was really cool. That I do. Awesome. I really do love food and I love the St. Louis dining scene. Oh, I don't blame yeah. you. Sames. I love food. And mm-hmm. the fact that it's going to be in my car, I'm like, that's what I do anyway. When I'm going <laughs> in between different things. So that is the, yeah. so like, how does that even work? Like, do you put a plate yeah. on your lap? What? They have that? these trays that okay. they bring out. So yeah, you just, for each course, they bring you out a new tray with your food. And it's like the presentation is just as beautiful as when they had the in dining, you know, dining inside the restaurant. I mean, it's so, it was a cool experience. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know. So this is at Bull Rush. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. Is that in the Central West End or which one? There's one in the Central it's West in End. Midtown. I think. Oh, Midtown. It's in Midtown. Gotcha. Yeah, it's probably not that far from you right yeah maybe that's what I'm thinking of and I'm like getting midtown mm-hmm. and central west because oh, I work in the yeah. central west end too so I'm just like all of it is starting to blend in together mm-hmm. so just because there's like grand close, center yeah. midtown central west mm-hmm. end and I'm like I'm just always in this vicinity so I'm gonna yeah. wow thank you I'm gonna check that out that's a it's cool idea super cool. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, I, I love the idea you hike too, just because, I mean, like, cause you know, that's always that joke where, you know, guys are like, what are you into? And girls are like, oh, hiking, but you like actually are doing it. Like that is the coolest thing. I, uh, yeah. I need to start doing that more. Like I went to Forest Park, but that's like what I need to start doing. I think like being inside, especially when it was like March and the weather was really weird. I was like, I need to get outside more. So I'm not as depressed about like, mm-hmm. different things. So I feel like being active and going outside and seeing something, like even if I'm just by myself, like, that's uh, that, that, that'll work for me. So that inspired me for sure. Is there a, is there a certain place you like to hike? Actually, you can go to Kennedy Forest and Forest Park if you just want to go somewhere really quick. Yeah. Um, on the, I guess, the south edge of the park, um, south of the zoo. Mm-hmm. So I go there. Of course, Castlewood. I yeah. try to hop around. Sure. Um, but yeah, West Tyson. I mean, there's so many places out west. Lewis and Clark Trail. Mm-hmm. There's just so much. Yeah, there really is. (laughs) So much to see. And then is there anything when, uh, once this pandemic is done, speaking of food, if there isn't someplace that's open up already, is there something that you're looking forward to having opening up again? (laughs) Um, I like, I really like Cinder House. They have a bar, at an outdoor bar that I've been there. It's really nice oh, there. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, the bar area, or at least the last time I was there, was not open. Mm-hmm. Um, just for dining, you know, the patio for dining. But they have this huge, huge, huge bar, yeah. and it's so cool. And they have like these big circular couches, but you can't sit on them right now, or at least yeah. when I was there. Uh, so I'm kind of excited for them to open back up because it's such a beautiful view or mm-hmm. for them to fully open back up because it's it's just beautiful and you know it, not it is the most there. beautiful view of saint i just went well so actually great news it's open because i just went there recently mm-hmm. it was uh i went there for my old job we had a group dinner because i was moving on and we all ended up moving yeah. on to other places but it's gorgeous like if you just want to look mm-hmm. at the saint louis skyline Dang, it's very, yeah. very nice. <laughs> right, yeah. There, I w- I was there for dining outside, but 
when we tried to go to the bar area, they said that part was closed. Gotcha. Like, um, so, but yeah, well, that's all right. Well, yeah. you know, as soon as things, you know, we start kind of, you know, navigating this time, um, we're going to navigate to you doing some music. How about it? Should we do it? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll get your screen attached here, <laughs> but what are we going to hear from you guys today? So this is Steve Marlowe. He will be playing with me at the Blue Strawberry, along with Corey Patterson, um, who will be playing piano. But we are going to do a Dorothy Dandridge song. Well, it's really, I guess it's not just her song. I'm going to do it in her style. But it's an old standard. It's one of those songs where everybody used to do it back in the, back in the day. We don't know who wrote it, but everyone was singing it. Um, so it's called... What is it called? What's the song called? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 2020, everybody. Uh, what is it called? I have a funny That's story all. about the song. So I'm going to, I'll be doing this at the Blue Strawberry. And the story behind it that I'm going to share at the Blue Strawberry is when I went off to college, you know, I'm from a small town. So it was my idea that when I went off to college, I would find a husband right away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So it's kind of funny. I feel like in this song is how when I would meet guys like my freshman year, I was already like trying to propose. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to share that story at the Strawberry. <laughs> Um, and we'll tell you the name of it after we sing it. That's okay. It's called, it's called That's All. Okay. He remembers. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Sure. Well, that's what I'm here for. I love it. <laughs> I can only give you love that lasts forever and a promise to be near each time you call and the only heart I own for you and you alone. That's all, that's all. I can only give you country walks in springtime, and a hand to hold as the leaves began to fall, and the love whose burning light warms a winter's night. That's all, that's all. There are those I am sure who have told you they would give you the world for time. All I have are these arms to enfold you, and a love even time can destroy. If you're wondering what I'm asking in return, You'll be glad to know that my demands are small. Say it's me that you were told. Now I'll have more. That's all. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. Just a lifetime's happiness. That's all. That's all. 
that's all. That's all. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, yay. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, that was wow. I'm so like, I'm so happy this happened. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. So <laughs> give it up for Steve. Oh, it's all right. This is Casually Molly. We're just casual and we're just going to casually promote this show. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you can catch Leica over at the Blue Strawberry September 3rd, right? Yes. Thursday. And just remind Mm -hmm. me of the time one more time. The show starts at eight, but come early if you want dinner and drinks. Absolutely. Well, I will be in the audience. If uh, anybody wants to join me masked up, let me know. Again, they've got that great wine selection, so I'm ready to go. Uh, but yeah, that's all. I'm like that was very fitting. I liked it, and it was great catching up after all this time. Yes, yes. You'll have to tell Logan I said hi if he and ends up remembering me. <laughs> but uh, what I'll ask you, like I do everybody on our podcast, what are you going to casually do now? Now that uh, this episode is done, I'm probably going to go for a walk and grab something to eat. Nice. Um, who knows? Who's going to be another four course meal in your car? <laughs> <laughs> Not this time, I guess, but that's okay. But uh, it was again, lovely meeting you and best of luck. And I will see you on September 3rd. All right. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And remember to all our listeners that you can listen to the Casually Molly podcast every week. Uh, We've got streaming on audio and then video on YouTube and Facebook. And you can also follow on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. 